1 John 3.19 in the voice translation says, Even though our inner thoughts may condemn us with storms of guilt and constant reminders of our failures, we can know in our hearts that in His presence, God Himself is greater than any accusation. He knows all things. Some of the hardest feelings to deal with are the ones you feel about yourself. The Bible calls them storms of guilt and constant reminders of your failures. Those voices that sit in the back of your mind and tell you things like, you're not good enough, you'll never fit in, and no one will ever understand you. These voices can feel overpowering for us, but they are not greater than God. Hannah was a woman in the Bible who experienced not being good enough. She couldn't have children, and in her day, that meant she would have been seen as inferior and flawed. Think for a second how you would feel if you were Hannah. Throughout 1 Samuel chapter 1, different translations of the Bible tell us that she felt a lot about her situation. She was embarrassed, bitter, sad, and even tormented. If you're going through a specific challenge like Hannah's, you might immediately connect with this story. But even if you're not, anyone, man or woman, young or old, can relate to Hannah's feelings. Let's bring in today's guest to help us see some of the ways we might connect with Hannah, even if we're not in the exact same situation she was. We have a friend of the podcast with us today, Lauren Olson, who is a sophomore at St. Mary's College. Lauren, you're a college student and not in the same situation as Hannah, but have you ever felt the things she felt? Yeah, definitely. Throughout my whole life, I've had this underlying feeling that I'm missing something. I'm always a step behind or I'm not good enough. That feeling drove me to try to find new ways to feel better about myself. And one way I did that was through trying so hard to have a perfect appearance. I often really believe if I just looked good, I would feel enough. I can limit or restrict what I eat and think that if I just had the perfect body or appearance, I'd be confident. But all this does keep me insecure because there's always someone who looks better or some other flaw I can find. It never actually fills that hole that I can feel. Yeah, feeling not good enough can drive us to some unhealthy places, which is why it's important to learn how to turn to God with these feelings. Thanks, Lauren. We'll check in with you again later. Let's learn from Hannah's story how to turn to God with our deepest feelings and believe He always has a good plan for us, even in the most challenging parts of our lives. We start our story as Hannah and her husband, Elkanah, take an annual trip to worship God. 1 Samuel 1, verse 3. Each year, Elkanah would travel to Shiloh to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of Heaven's armies at the tabernacle. Imagine you're Hannah. This trip is supposed to be a time to worship God, but it's become a painful reminder that another year has gone by and you're stuck in the same place. Trying to keep your discouragement at bay, you push it aside and step out on your journey. As you get closer to your destination, the road fills with caravans of families and their children, laughing and playing as they travel together. Every happy face feels like a dagger piercing your heart, reminding you of what you don't have and making you wonder why God hasn't answered your prayers. When you finally sit down at the dinner table with Elkanah, you can't take it anymore. You feel so alone, so weak, and so frustrated. All you can do is cry. 1 Samuel 1 verse 8. Why are you crying, Hannah? Elkanah would ask. Why aren't you eating? Why be downhearted just because you have no children? You have me. Isn't that better than having 10 sons? Elkanah genuinely wants to make you feel better. 
But your emotions are so deep that they're people-proof. No matter how great your friends, family, or significant other is, they can't make all your challenges go away. So what do we do when even the most understanding people in our lives don't understand and can't make us feel better? It's kind of a scary, hopeless feeling. 1 Samuel 1.7 tells us that Hannah was reduced to tears year after year, beaten down by negativity that was much too strong for her. But one day, she stood up. She found just enough faith to start talking to God. And even after years of being defeated by a force stronger than she was, it wasn't too late. The timing was perfect for God. 1 Samuel 1, verse 9 to 14. Once, when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli the priest was sitting on his chair by the doorpost of the Lord's house. In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. And she made a vow, saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life and no razor will ever be used on his head. As she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, how long are you gonna stay drunk? Put away your wine. If you're Hannah at this moment, you are holding nothing back. Telling God everything you think, you let out all your sadness, disappointment, and bitterness, regardless of whether it's the quote-unquote right thing to feel. Through this prayer, your relationship with God changes. He is no longer someone you serve ritually year after year, but an intimate friend you trust with the deepest parts of your heart. This trust gives you the courage to express to God what you've been feeling is missing all these years. It's not just about having a child anymore. You want to know that God sees you and remembers you. You want to know that you matter to Him. And then, just as you are having a breakthrough and trying to believe, another person misunderstands you. You get accused by the priest of being drunk. But this time, instead of getting discouraged again or putting your walls back up, you lean in, deciding that vulnerability is your greatest weapon. 1 Samuel 1, verse 15 to 18. Oh, no, sir, she replied. I haven't been drinking wine or anything stronger, but I am very discouraged, and I was pouring out my heart to the Lord. Don't think I am a wicked woman, for I have been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. In that case, Eli said, go in peace. May the God of Israel grant the request you have asked of him. Oh, thank you, sir, she exclaimed. Then she went back and began to eat again, and she was no longer sad. If you continue reading the story, you'll see that God does remember Hannah. He answers her prayer and she gives birth to Samuel, and then she faithfully gives him back to God. Hannah's faith in God lives on in Samuel, who becomes a prophet, spiritually guiding the entire nation of Israel and raising up King David as a faithful leader. But having a child is not what made Hannah feel whole and confident. As we see in verse 18, Hannah was able to eat and be happy before her prayer was even answered. How did this happen? 1 Samuel 2 verse 1 in the voice translation, Then Hannah prayed out of her deepest feelings. My heart rejoices in the Eternal One. My strength grows strong in the Eternal. My mouth can mock my enemies because I celebrate how you have saved me. 
Learning to pray out of her deepest feelings helped Hannah find happiness in her relationship with God. She got to know God better and learned to find strength in her closeness with Him. This way, no matter what circumstances might come or what people said or did, she could be secure knowing that God had her back. Let's bring our guest Lauren back to hear how her relationship with God has helped her overcome her feelings of inadequacy and weakness like Hannah. I've learned that even if I looked absolutely perfect, it still wouldn't be enough to make me feel secure and confident. No person, thing, or appearance can fill that hole or silence that voice that tells me I'm not enough. That's what really pushed me towards God. Whenever I get stuck in that insecurity, I read scriptures that tell me what God thinks and that there's nothing I need to do to prove myself or earn my value. That no matter how much I eat, no matter what people think or how far I get in life, God loves me for me. Like Hannah, I have to really be honest with God when I don't believe that and pray about those scriptures until I do. That helps me not just feel secure, but see that there's so much more to life than how good I can look. God has an awesome purpose for my life, and that's so much more exciting and fulfilling than having the perfect body. I love what you said about the feeling of not being good enough being the very thing that pushes you toward God. It makes me think that sometimes the things in our lives that are the most frustrating actually lead us to the breakthrough we're looking for. Tell us a little more about finding purpose in these challenges. Have you ever seen God move for a good purpose even in the times you felt weak, like Hannah? When I first started learning about valuing what God thinks of me over my appearance, I actually had a friend who was going through the same struggle. Before I started my journey with God, we would be constantly comparing and competing with one another and seeing who could get more attention from guys and who was the prettiest, which made us actually feel even more insecure about ourselves. As I started to learn more about God and how He values me, she was just like, I want that too. I ended up actually helping her and I wasn't even trying to do that. She later decided to become a Christian and our friendship changed from competitive to impactful together. Thanks, Lauren. Appreciate your sharing and it's helpful to see that God works through us to make an impact when we're just being ourselves and working on our relationship with Him. Today, choose to have an honest prayer like Hannah did. Don't worry about saying the right things, but just be honest and tell God everything you think and feel. Choose to believe His promises more than your feelings, and you'll see Him move in some incredible ways in your life. That wraps up the story for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe and leave us a nice review. Have any questions or stories you want to hear? Drop us a line at podcast at deepspirituality.com.